welcome to the Posters in Every Direction podcast. We are your hosts. My name is Mike. And I'm Erica. And on this show, we discuss concert posters, music with a heavy emphasis on the Dave Matthews Band, artists, and the community of poster and merch collecting. So whether you are new to this hobby or a seasoned professional, we invite you to come and relax now and join us in the space between music and art. This is episode number 31 of the Posters in Every Direction podcast, entitled Memories and Picture Frames. This is an exciting episode. It's a poster-adjacent interview with the artists and owners of Blazon Frames. Um, Sam and Lisa Jarvis make custom poster frames uh, that are really works of art on their own that sort of surround your works of art. Um, check them out on Blazon Frames. We'll link the socials. And Erica will tell you a little bit about Sam and Lisa. Yeah, so Sam and Lisa are from a small family-owned uh, cattle farm in Grand Bay, Alabama, outside of Mobile, Alabama. And you'll hear their story in this episode. But back in about 2022, uh, during COVID, they were really searching for a way that they could have a business that would operate from home. And they uh, make fractal burn frames that have uh, resin that fills in these beautiful vein-like designs that come from um, electrifying wood. Yeah, and they do all types of all types of wood, like all kinds of different yeah, woods. So it's really cool to uh, to you know learn about the process. And in this episode, uh, we learn a little bit about how this kind of amazing response from the poster community and the collecting community. Um, have really allowed them to do this full-time for the last year. Um, so we really hope that you guys like listening to this conversation, um, learn something new about Blazing Frames, um, yep. get to know Lisa and Sam. They're just really good people, um, fun humans. You can tell that they love what they do. They love each other. And So uh, without further ado, enjoy the episode. Welcome, welcome. Uh, to the, uh, I'm going to do the intro, I guess, this time to the Posters in Every Direction podcast. Um, this is episode 31. Number 31. Number 31. And we are really excited. Um, you guys have heard us talk in the past on our uh, previous episodes about poster adjacent framing and other items that really are kind of the the other hand to our poster collecting world. And we are really excited to have uh, Lisa and Sam Jarvis to the podcast today. They are the owners and artists of a company called Blazin Frames. So welcome. Hi. Uh, thanks for having us on, man. We're yeah. happy to be here. Yeah, we're excited <laughs> to have you guys. Um, one of the things that uh, if you're if they're podcast listeners are familiar with our podcast, we talk about I've kind of coined the term poster adjacent, meaning all the things that kind of go along with posters, but they can also be merch. They can be things like pins. They can be things like custom frames and framing. So this is really exciting for us uh, to have you guys on as like our first guests in this adjacent world um, of art and artistry. So um yeah and i think what's really interesting um about what y'all are doing is it's it seems to me like you take framing like one step beyond right like as posters collect poster collectors it's like first and foremost 
can we have something to house and protect the piece of art? But with Blazing Frames, y'all have actually taken it to this level of creating a piece of art that goes around your piece of right. art. So I thought maybe yeah. you could start with y'all telling us your story and 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 how how it came to be with Blazing Frames. Well, uh, <laughs> we started out a little bit bigger. Uh, there were four of us to start with. We started this thing with our best friends, and uh, honestly, I couldn't couldn't say that we just came up with this idea all on our own. Uh, the the four of us did. Uh, well, the four of us came up with we were going to start with river tables yeah. and try resin and stuff because we're woodworkers, mm -hmm. and we were trying to find something home based because his dad got really sick with COVID, yeah. like really, oh. really. And we live on a farm. So like there are things that need to be done here. Mm -hmm. Right. And so we we're trying to find, get out of the construction business. That's what we were doing. We were mm -hmm. building houses and roofs on. Yeah. Yeah. The, the need arose to, uh, to come up with something shop based so that we could. So we were going to do river tables or mm -hmm. build furniture or whatever. And then we went to Cali Vibes. And we uh, we it, bought a we bought a Steinman pen there at Cali Vibes. Vibes. And, uh, <laughs> the rabbit hole began. Yeah, that opened <laughs> the merch to us. Uh, we didn't we had, we had been into the music for you know the reggae scene and all that. We've been into that for for, for years. years, and uh, uh, we'd never really gotten into the artwork and really had no artistic inclinations whatsoever, whatsoever. before we started this thing. Yeah, yeah, so. We just went to Cali Vibes and fell in love with the feels and the and the vibe and and what yeah. happens at those well, we, festivals. It, yeah. it just feel good there. And then we went to Cali Roots and it was over. Yeah, we were we were going to be in that scene. That was going to be what we yeah. did. Cali Roots is where we really fell in love with the posters and the artwork and you know getting to meet some of the artists behind the work and all that is just oh, it was all yeah. so mind blowing to us. <laughs> Everything was so new and. Uh, and you we know, just, as as working with your friends, that fell apart. They they imploded on us. Yeah, and but, we move on. We move <laughs> on, right? And we've been better and yeah, taking our ideas further. And Cali Root, the turning point. It was the we got home and we quit taking on new construction jobs, and we decided that framing was the thing. And <laughs> we we were up one night late playing around and having a good time and framing. <laughs> Framing with resin and glow in the dark. Yeah, yeah. I it think was just our, us playing around one night. And first glow in the dark <laughs> frame. We we literally just took one of our burnt frames and just threw glow in the dark powder all over. All it. Oh it. my we goodness! Class, <laughs> we were like, it needs to glow. <laughs> and we just shoving powder in these frames. Just like we gotta see it. We gotta see it. It's gonna yeah. look like that, but what yeah. it looks like. And then it was done. We were we were done. We were sold. That's so cool. Well, I, I know I found you guys. Um, I think it was in either a, one of the DMB poster groups. Um, somebody had shared, I believe it was the Ben Kwok from West Palm Beach, that dreaming tree that he did. That was a, yeah. also a glow in the dark um, poster. And somebody, I don't know if it was y'all or someone had got a frame from y'all and was like sharing their frame up. And I was like, that is the coolest frame I've ever seen. And I said to Mike, I remember, it reminds me of the the way that, and I want to talk to you guys about like this, this concept that you guys use this, like almost like electrification of, you know, the wood and the, how it just naturally creates these um, vein-like patterns. Um, but it reminded me of the, the movie Sweet Home Alabama, where the where was it Josh, the character is like, he like uses lightning and it strikes the sand and it creates these like, 
you know, vein like kind of sculptures out of like out basically of glass, glass fused yep. stand. Out and of so it reminded me of a little bit of that. So, um, so you talked a little bit about how you came up with the idea of framing, but like the concept of I, I think I saw it on y'all's um Facebook page talking about fractal burning, like. What, you know, you guys are woodworkers. So for us who don't know anything about working with wood, you know, where did this kind of idea, that particular design idea come from? Well, we saw it happening. Uh, other people were, were had already started doing fractal burning. Yeah, it's not anything new. It's not like we just came up with fractal burning, right? Other people were doing that on other woodworking projects mm -hmm. and stuff. And I believe, you know, we found out months after we started that people there had been a, a fractal burn frame or two here and there mm -hmm. it was completely original for us but you know yeah, yeah. we found out there we haven't found any that does the resin and but and what, mm -hmm. what there is we're sorry we're really once good we, <laughs> once we did a couple of burns we we were so excited by the fact that the electricity behaves so organically on its own yeah. uh but it, don't it, let him lie to you there is an art <laughs> behind how he does these burns yeah. they don't just burn beautifully like this right they, if you look at our first burns they're sad <laughs> well everyone's gonna start somewhere so he does put a lot of effort the peace signs that we're doing they take an insane amount of effort to yeah. get them to burn right so yeah but, yeah, but <laughs> we we became excited with the the fact that something like this is going to just flow with artwork, right? Because something that behaves organically is do everything in nature, right? And the things in nature are often where poster artists get their inspiration, right? So whenever they're like, they're, like the clock tree, you know, like it's the fire dancer in the tree. Right. Yeah. So I think, I think that that's why the burns work so well with the artwork is just because it's, it, it's a natural thing you know it's just like everything else right like trees will find the the easiest way to grow upward right it's the it's the same idea the path of least yeah. least resistance so. and the burning thing we at, were at cali roots and saw the stick figure wood burning yeah. things and okay. we're like that's the coolest thing we've ever seen yeah, yeah. We how, do to, how do we do that like <laughs> because so, uh, as you know as woodworkers and and carpenters we look at things like that and see what we can do with it mm -hmm. yeah, yeah like cool. that's cool and then yeah how can we incorporate it into a frame <laughs> and for y'all no two no two frames will ever be the same even you know, the wood's going to be different like you said the way that the electricity moves with with the frame so for you know art collectors it's one thing you know we have posters i see you guys have a sperry um behind you on your wall um uh, from the gorge that was the bacanti sperry from 2023 um and so we all you know we have one of those we're really lucky to have one but you have it in your blazing frames which just i mean i'm looking at it now i'm like oh that looks amazing <laughs> um, i know that's part of your personal collection yeah we haven't decided that this is the one because mm -hmm. it seems not pop as much as we wanted it to. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It disappointed us when we put it in. We were like, nah, we've got to go harder on this one. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's awesome. Um, and that kind of like segues into, you know, the best thing about working in this business. What would be for y'all like your favorite thing? So it's relatively new. You guys have been doing this full time for about what, a year now? Yeah. Over a year, yeah, yeah, right out of year. You know, we started wow. last January. 
actually <laughs> we made a mistake on a construction job uh, and left oh, yeah. us left us going through the Christmas and, and New Year holiday last with, year with nothing with, to do with no job basically because I, I failed to get a material order in right time, and right? Then it was delayed because the holidays so, so like, we, were, we had nothing to do so <laughs> we've been doing part-time for a while and we were like well let's just see what full-time blazing frames looks like and then we sold 20 frames in a week and we were like all right we can quit our jobs now (laughs) and uh uh, one of the people in our group dan holt he uh hey dan (laughs) he sent a really nice message to us and told us we should quit our jobs yeah yeah basically i don't don't know if you have a job but this is what you do now yeah he's like (laughs) and we did we called told him we couldn't do any work for him and we stopped taking yeah on new job we finished what we had going on and that was it but wow. the uh man the best part of bla- about blazing frames that i've you know, and the thing i've enjoyed the most i guess i should say is uh our group uh the group of our private facebook group now, oh my gosh there have been times man where we have shitty shitty days I mean, i'm sorry well, if the language is not okay right. but like okay. we're together this is a safe space you're in the you're in the safe tree. It's okay. We beat off each other, and if we're having a bad day, like that's what gets us out of it. Mm-hmm. You know, like we'll do a giveaway, and it makes yeah. you know somebody's day. It makes you feel better, like or just somebody says something really nice out of nowhere. You know, yeah. and that's just we would not be here without the people in our group. They have literally For sure, because made us we were feel down. like we can't fail. <laughs> that, There's some some that go beyond helping. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. like they're just they're there for even to listen to us talk. They don't even know us. Yeah, uh, they listen to us talk about just crap that goes on in our regular day. I'm gonna name drop a guy real quick. I'm sorry. No, <laughs> no, no. We love we love shout outs on this podcast. We're constantly shouting out friends, family, everything. Is uh, he's the man, and he's, he, the man. he's pretty well known in the poster trading community. Y'all might have seen his name a time or two, and uh, he uh he reached out to us and helped us out with a lot of stuff and continues to do so. Like he's a, he's a sounding board for us for bouncing off ideas. Uh, he kind of pushes us yeah, a little he, bit. Like we, we can't make a black frame, Josie. You're, I know you're watching I mean, We can't make a black frame. <laughs> do, do me a favor. Do me a favor. Shout his name out again. Cause I think we were maybe, uh, we maybe were like ours was toggling off and yours was toggling on. I don't know if we caught his name. So go ahead. Josie Thompson, the man, the myth, outlaw Josie Thompson. Yes, <laughs> he is fantastic. He pushed us hard on this black frame because we can't, we don't stain anything. Right. So he pushed us, and we actually did come up with a pretty dark frame for Mister Thompson. <laughs> Amazing! That's phenomenal. Like for for y'all to have such a community that you've built in such a small time. I think that's, we've talked about that and like the collect, like y'all are also obviously poster collectors as well. Um, But the poster collecting community, it really ranges based on maybe the band that you listen to or um, the artists that you connect with. Um, And I know for us, like I'll follow certain artists in their Facebook groups um, versus to sort of the general, like, collecting poster groups as well um but the artist specific ones and i probably the te- the environment that y'all have created for the framing for blaze and frames group probably feels similar to how artists because again you know they might be agnostic fans of the artist are agnostic of the band maybe that the poster is being created um, yeah like danny steinman's yep. a good example there for me like i've gone down the rabbit hole becoming a danny steinman pin collector Right. And I'm I'm a huge Dave yeah. Matthews band fan. 
So if there's any collab that's Steinman, Dave Matthews, I'm there. But then there are other ones like I I dabble with the Grateful Dead, but I wouldn't call myself, you know, a true Grateful Dead fan. I just there's a few songs I love. And he did like a sunshine daydream pin with them. And I've gone down yeah. the rabbit hole collecting as many of those as I can. So Yeah. Yeah. He was our and he our little uh, fortunate youth watermelon bear. Yeah. His, the Cali Bear. That was the pin we bought on Cali Vibes. That was I, it. I know that pin. That is an awesome one. <laughs> You're actually propped up against, like we have you propped up against our pin board of Mahali Lion Phoenixes. Oh, <laughs> wow. I only learned about Mahali through, uh, through Steinman. Through Steinman. Yeah. That, that was the journey. That, you know, If you don't know Mahali, you should listen to oh, Mahali. Man. He's amazing. Oh, yeah. We and, saw him live at Cali Roots. We snuck out of our booth last year and went over there just to hear one song. <laughs> we were like, we gotta hear Mahali. <laughs> That's awesome. That's so awesome. So, yeah. we, should, we should mention, as long as we're talking about pins, I want our listeners to know, because we've started to go down that rabbit hole of like, hey, if you like collecting posters, <laughs> you probably also like collecting pins. That, that, and what I mean... P-I-N-S, in case my nasal uh, congestion is getting the better of me. The pin, um, y'all are doing pin boards as well, which is in the sort of poster adjacent merch collecting community. I'm familiar with this. And for those of you that might not be, if you start, whether it's a Danny Steinman pin or a Todd Slater pin or whomever it might be, um, Micah Hughes is another one that comes to mind. There's, there's a question of how do we best display these to to enjoy them to their maximum and pin boards are a great way to do it. And some of the custom pin boards I've seen you guys do just melt like my that. brain. They like are that. so <laughs> incredible. And I'm already like, okay, what can I sell and raise a few funds to get myself some, some pin boards from blazing frames. So talk about that a little bit, if you could. You know, the, the pin boards is, that's something we wanted to evolve into way earlier. We did. And we even tried to make a few, but they were not up to par. Right. We, we, we didn't like them. And if we don't, if we don't like it, it's hard for us to sell it. Right. And, uh, you know, uh, and now that we, we recently have some uh, shop upgrades, got a new tool that allows us. We got to- lucky. His dad's friend yeah. retired and moved to Ecuador yeah. and he had some equipment that he needed to get rid of and he sold it to us for dirt cheap huge so we got very oh. very lucky turns out my dad's old friend, my dad my dad the old school southern carpenter guy we don't have a single new tool his carpenter, <laughs> his carpenter friend is a guy named john todd is super hippie into the grateful dead fish all that stuff he gave us a couple all of meeting like... him to buy the tools this, this is what Blazing Frames has been for us. Every every little turn, we meet somebody fantastic that that loves this music and loves like, this this genre of 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 love and, and happiness and all mm-hmm. that. And uh, I'm messing everything up over here. We're sitting in our work area, <laughs> dropping everything. But yeah, so we met, and he had this awesome tool that that it's called a dovetailer. It allows us to join up frames uh, in any angles. Right, doesn't matter. Uh, we can. It, whatever shape you want to build we can do it because we can join it up properly now and, uh, and it makes really- eyes on the back you know it's real cute it's real yeah, cute yeah. So, I, a little hour. something around here i would show you <laughs> <laughs> yeah i saw one of, one of the ones that jumped out at me and just so the folks listening along you can find our friends here at blazin b-l-a-z-i-n underscore frames on instagram and i caught one of the ones from it was a post y'all did june 4th 2023 
and it's this frame you did for a widespread panic poster and oh, it's yeah. kind of it, it, it's oh, kind gosh. of like um uh, yeah. yeah that's our favorite that's right? i love i mean i just love that it is asymmetrical right that it is it has these curvatures to it that looks like you took a hunk of wood out of a tree and just carved this frame out of it mm-hmm. and it's like mm-hmm. you know i'm i'm sort of like i see something and i love it but sometimes it's really hard for me to imagine it eric has got sort of the design element this now seeing it like I never thought of having a frame that isn't just four square, you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. uh, angles and straight edges, <laughs> the curvature and the natural sort of give and flow and of the wood. I mean, it's, it's hard. I'm going to show my age, but you know, uh, if you ever watch Friends, uh-huh. on the back of the door has that thing. Yes. Okay. So first did it. We both were like, holy shit. <laughs> Look, it's perfect. Because that everybody loved that little thing. Yeah. <laughs> The scrolly look. I know the one on the back, the purple door with the yellow. Yeah, frame. Yeah. I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, it totally like snapped. We were like, "Holy, what? This is gonna look great." <laughs> yeah. uh, here's uh, this is a bow tie. Okay. Yep. Can you see it? Yes. So we that's can. What, see it. Yeah. That's how it round. <laughs> so it looks like when um for the listeners who's listening into the podcast, they look like um. Uh, a little bow tie piece of wood that connects two pieces of wood. And actually what we'll do is Lisa, if you can send me a picture of that, we'll share it on our Instagram um, once we drop it. And then people, when they listen, they'll know what we're talking about, but it's really amazing. So I worked for some years um, in furniture design. This is where, when I think of something like it's in my brain and I tell Mike that we're going to do it. And he's like, I don't know what you're talking about, but okay, that's fine. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Well, I learned a lot about furniture making back in the day. This was probably in the early 2000s about, you know, dovetail um, furniture, eight-way hand-tied springs, like the way that furniture used to be made. Um, you know, and, and so I, when you said it was dovetailed, I was like, I know exactly what you're talking about. Cause I think of the drawers and the way that they naturally fit in for yeah. the, for the pieces. Um, well with you guys, you know, your, your kind of quick rise to, to popularity. I mean, within a year, you know, being able to do this full time, you're, you're married, you have, you know, you're working together, you know, how do you guys balance? <laughs> Best friend. Like this did we don't ever yeah. argue. Like, Can't remember our last time. <laughs> Seriously, I mean, we love each other, and it's easy. And, I, I, and we, know, we know each other. We're pissing each other off. We'll know, and we'll just be like, you know what? Take that energy somewhere else. Yeah. <laughs> Figure out where it came from. Take it somewhere else, and we'll we'll get back. Maybe we'll, tomorrow to work. You know, yeah, like yeah. it's communication, man. You yeah. gotta tell your how you're feeling. If you if you make a mistake, admit it. Say it. Hey, mm-hmm. man, I'm sorry. I reacted a little. I was a little pissy about that. I'm sorry. Okay, that's all hey, you got. Hey. It's a while to get to this point. We've worked together for yeah. at least eight, nine. Just communicate, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Communicate. You love each other for a reason. You know, you're together <laughs> for a reason. Like the the universe brought us together yeah. for a reason. And Welcome. like we jam out. We go to the top and we're building frames and burning frames and, and we have the radio all the way up. Our like, barn, our barn rattles. With yeah, the like we, just, we, we dance the whole time. I mean, we just. <laughs> We're well, just me... loving life. We're lucky this took off. Like, I mean, yeah. we we got this idea that that people like, and we get to do what we love. Yeah, like, it's it, great, it's, what could you be saying? We get to look at Tim Pickers all day. And, 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 <laughs> you know, people ask, "Hey, what would you do with that?" And then it's 
Boom, I know. Fun. We know what we know what we would do with that because we've done enough now. <laughs> yeah, that's right. It's it's one of those things like you're gonna get better, like like a fine wine, better with time because you're 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 honing the craft now, right? You've you've done right. some stuff and now it's like you can just build on it with the creativity right. and the experience. What like, what, uh, what, what kind of sorry, go ahead. I was gonna say what kind of um sort of benefit have you found or or like experience have you found from using different types of woods for the frame because i know you know i've seen some of the some of the frame ups that you've done and it seems like there's a there's a you know maybe this one's maple maybe this one's mahogany this one's tiger wood do you find that there's sort of a different um pattern or something that emerges with that electrocution process and then talk yeah. talk to me about that okay so <laughs> he does the majority of the burning yeah. I can do it and he's just way better at it. <laughs> yeah. Uh we we stay in our lanes. <laughs> some some species are very easy. Uh maple, the easiest species to burn. It, and it takes very it takes very man, little manipulation to get the burns to curve and blossom and you know have little and they branch on out. And all yeah. that. Um other species like uh a duke, uh wingy. Uh, these are species that we love for their textures and their different colors that they bring to the table and all that, but they are a pain in the ass to burn. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they just, they take me two to three times as long. They to want burn. to ride the grain and mm -hmm. most of the grain woods very straight. Mm -hmm. So it doesn't do much, but just want it's to a, follow a line, you know, and you, we can't have that. <laughs> so, so there's a, there's a balance between uh, the chemicals, reaction that's going on in your solution I, there's there's two different additives i use in my water to to kind of change things a little bit mm -hmm. um and it's really just a i can't i would love to say that it's okay when i go to burn a paduke frame i need to have a quarter teaspoon of, of baking soda every piece and a, is different and a like, piece of water, but it's not it's all a reaction to how it's behaving that day yeah. i mean we <laughs> so live we kinda, live in mobile right like in grand bay a farm outside of mobile we live on the water surrounded by swamp yeah. it is wet here yeah. so if the wood sits in our shop for a couple of days it's taking in some moisture it's going to burn different it you know but it's all uh you really have to change all that stuff on, you have to change the chemistry of the solution on the fly and i'm trying to get it to what you see on our maple frames those are the burns that i like and that's what i'm trying to get on just about everything because that's just the idea that's the that's the vision that i had from the beginning of what these burns should look like right the that first burn absolute crap oh, but i knew so it could look better <laughs> yeah. Like the the you guys have like a, a fine line between sort of the art and the science behind behind the product. Yes, and it's not safe. Please tell people listen. Oh, this God, is no. not a safe thing to do. do we are try this at home. Hire professionals. Hire blazing frames. That's they right. know what they're doing. That's right. <laughs> and I get asked all the time. I do get shocked. It, and it <laughs> does hurt. It's just, it's just for a second. We have yeah. it grounded very well. Yeah, yeah. We've, we've, we've taken a lot of precautions. Yeah, I'll, I'll get a tangle every once in a while. But the, the thing of the thing I think keeps me the safest is the fact that I'm, I'm maintaining a very wet, very favorable environment yeah. for the electricity to flow on the frame and not that's come much out. more desirable than my body. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's what. I that's what I'm doing, and I believe that that's why I'm only getting a tingle every once in a while instead of anything violent. Yeah. So and the gloves and the and the, all that stuff. So. And I don't know. 
are y'all are y'all building like a stock like an inventory of ones that you have ready to go or is each piece as they're ordered done custom or a little bit of both a little bit of both we try to get ahead as much as we can and but that's it's kind of hard to do that's not <laughs> easy yeah which is a good thing uh, you know it's a, yeah it's a totally awesome problem to have to have too many frames <laughs> but like we bought that pack of maple the other day and it was uh it's a it's a big pack of maple one of our first wholesale lumber purchases. yeah we've never so, done that before so like we've never really had, scaling had, right Right. right. Yeah. Well, we've always wanted to find out how fast we can go. How fast can we make these if things? we push ourselves? How hard can we? I mean, we know how many pin boards we can put together in an hour, but how many frames can we build in an hour? Yeah. And we're kind of psychos like that. Yeah. <laughs> so just ca caffeine up and then go right. Like shots of espresso. And let's see how we can, how we can... <laughs> do this. <laughs> can, can I ask you about the 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 glass or the plexiglass or whatnot. I know in the framing space, people get particular about this. So I wanted to ask what you're using there or, and have you looked at like uh, maybe different levels? Some people get into like the museum uh, quality, archival. archival level quality of glass, things like that. Yeah, yeah well, we definitely, our, our base acrylic that we use is we've the, had to change a couple times yeah now, but we've learned a little bit as we went with that right because and we were honest with people that you know we were carpenters learning to be framers and we still had a lot to learn about picture framing and we we've reached out to several different professional framers and gotten a lot of different ideas and and all that and what we've settled on is that our base product needs to at least be acid-free material doesn't necessarily have to be a uv protective or whatever it's just the base product trying to make a frame that's affordable for people that don't necessarily care about right like and we know our something in a, <laughs> somebody's framing something in a basement man cave they're not necessarily super concerned about uv unless they just know about stuff like that right unless mm -hmm. they've kind of had experience with protecting artwork and all that right and and we want to be able to reach those customers too so. but, our, the, but the basic one is a frame grade and it still has some uv protection it's so it's it's yeah, and museum quality. Like, <laughs> uh, no, it's a frame rate, but pretty good. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, so we we have that as our base option, and we offer a uh, Acrylite uh, OP3 P99 uh, non glare UV and non glare okay. product. That's the most affordable non glare, right? Yeah, and I think uh, I think people appreciate the non glare. We but we do offer True View too. Uh, we don't. Ours is non glare behind us for yeah, you to see just, it. Just Acrylite. Don't but, see a reflection on it because then we have a window right across from it. We personally can't afford true view. So. <laughs> Not yet. <laughs> One day, right now, and it's glass, and we don't cut glass. Well, they do really do, but we uh, <laughs> we haven't we haven't really been able to stock up on anything like that. So we uh, we tell people if they want to upgrade to something like true view or something, just give us a few extra days to acquire that material for you, and we'll we'll do it. We we can get our customers in just about anything they want. Mm -hmm. We're just kind of limited on on our on our scale right now. Yeah. We're not necessarily a big company yet, right? We now. use a gallery, like matting. We'll do matting. We just take it to the nice old ladies at Ashton Gallery. Yeah. And they do the best job. And they are the coolest old ladies. Yeah. I love those ladies. <laughs> you know, and we, awesome. we had a guy ask us, you know, are you guys going to do matting or anything like that? And I, and I think the answer for us right now is not, no. not us, not right now. Because we're still working out of our house, you know, we don't have a clean room. We don't have, you know, stuff. It's like hard this. for us to to frame up your piece yes. and not get 
little speck of dust in it. Yeah. <laughs> that single piece of dust will drive you crazy. Because right so, now, if somebody gets one of your frames, you guys ship the frame to them and then they would frame it up at home? Or do they ship the poster to y'all, y'all frame it, and then you ship it back? Uh, that's how most of our customs go. Right? Yeah. If somebody wants a custom print that's matted and mounted and all that, they'll send us the print and we'll... Yeah. We'll take it to the gallery. We'll get the mats ordered and all that. Get a game plan with them figured out. We handle the frame build, the acrylic backer, all that. All, everything else about the frame. We just let them do the mat work and the mounting. Right? Because we yeah. know we're limited by our tools and experience, right? Mm -hmm. like they have a $12,000 mat cutter that does perfect cuts every time. And I have this with right. some scissors. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> uh -huh. Well, and I, I love that, like as a poster guy, as a poster collector, right. to say we know our lane and we stay in it, we do it well, but we're going to take care of your piece of art, you know, the way we would right. want it taken care of right. is, is y'all are collectors yourselves. And so I, I think that division of labor makes a lot of sense. Mm -hmm. And for me, like visualizing, you know, not just as like a, a friend in the space and an interviewer here i'm also thinking about as like a customer like how is this gonna go right and I, the thought of like oh shipping you guys the print and then taking it to somebody that can do the matting and then y'all have the piece to build around like it gives me the visualization of like and then i'm gonna get it back through the mail and it's gonna be one complete piece of art that's gonna be on your wall that's our goal yeah. is for you not to have to work right <laughs> all you should have to do if it's if it's one you just buy that we have made we want you to get it put your poster in it put it on your wall right Done. you know like <laughs> we try to make it as easy as we can yeah. and it's taking a lot of mistakes <laughs> lots of trial and error and, we, and i'm proud to say that we have honored every single mistake if somebody comes and says hey man i've got a problem i'll admit it i'll admit it here on a podcast man we made some mistakes and had to open miters on frames and oh yeah and, and like we like bought that. some the, some wood that wasn't dried out all the way so yeah. it twisted on us bad yeah and we people said like it's twisting and breaking the glass you know we like, were like oh my god we figured out that we had worked a wet batch of wood and we were we were we were in trouble but we put a post in the group we said hey everybody look we made a big mistake <laughs> anybody that bought one of these we'd only sold like 15 or so and uh, let us know we're sending you a new one it's going to be a different wood and a better wood but i mean <laughs> that meant a lot to us because we don't we don't, we don't want you to have shit on your wall like if you're gonna frame it better be our best work right you know like i love that doing for the same reason. yeah we're not even doing clearance frames anymore <laughs> i've tried i tried but yeah i can't we'd have well, to I, I, minor I, mistake but you know, the customer customers are customers you know you buy something from somebody you want it to be right mm -hmm. whether it's whether it's marked down for a defect or not, you know, you're looking at defects on your wall. So. Right. And it has our name on it. Yeah. And if we take a picture and put it in a group somewhere right. and then it has our name on it, you know? Like, yeah. Well, and so that's, we, that's something that you want people to be able to come back again and again, right? To be able to, for us, you know, we have a specific frame that we, I mean, again, budget friendly. This is like, because we've got so many posters, we 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 can't custom frame everything um, right. that's out if of our we, budget. If we didn't build these, we wouldn't have them on our wall. Okay. <laughs> 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 Being able to like be proud to put your logo, your name behind a, a piece of art, and I, it's like it's hard for me to even say just a frame because these are really what I said. What Mike said earlier, it's like I'm going to put my art inside of another piece of art. 
And to be able to put that on the wall, like I think of when people come into our home, just like you have customers who pick up the frames and put their art, like I want someone to come in and be like, that poster is beautiful, but oh my gosh, that frame, I've never seen anything like that in my entire life. Like that to, to me as a consumer, as a potential customer, like down the road, it just goes, wow, like that's a wow piece and it's a wow factor. And what we've seen is just I just love it. It's so unique. I feel like y'all can do so much with it. Now, like I said, we talked earlier about the pin boards. You do different sizes of them. It's a little bit like, how can we make our our art more accessible as well? So those pin boards, if you're a pin collector, it's like, oh, this is really cool. I showed Mike that because he hadn't seen them yet. And he was like, uh, I'm going to need some of those. See, <laughs> what you said, like, uh, um, crap, I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> It happens, but I'll, I'll happens. pick it up for you. No, we're, we're really excited about, you know, the little mini pin boards. Have you guys seen the little minis? Yeah. We think so cool. Uh, you know, it's just a, like, if you've got a pin, you know, that you just like all the time, clearly want to wear it, you know, and, and risk scratching it up, tearing it up and all that stuff. But you want to display it at work on your desk or something like that. Mm -hmm. These things are perfect for that. And they're nice little pieces and yeah. they're cheap. They're <laughs> it's, like a, it's like a frame for your pin. Yeah. Well, and yeah, for so me... We, in in the in the sort of arena of duplicates right like as you come across pin trading you pick up a lot or whatever and you're like oh i already have this one right like my favorite pin of all time is the danny steinman dave matthews fire dancer that he's done I and i have i have them all except for the three really really hard ones and expensive ones to get you know i've spent about probably two years accumulating that little collection through trades or whatnot but you know if you got a duplicate right one that's housed in your main collection but then you got a duplicate that little frame that you showed to me is like the perfect desk piece to just have right. it where, where you work and just like be able to bring you a little bit of joy looking at it every day and the fact that you yeah. you give it this like gallery feel right like that it's hey this is on display as a, something very very special it's just like i mean chef's kiss like it's amazing like love it to death thank you and what we're going for is we're trying to make it look like whatever piece of art your housing whether it be a pen or a poster or whatever we want we're going for the effect that the well, art caused this happening to the frame it's right? so good it Broke like, the frame apart and the, and the like colors are coming out of right. the frame. Like the art like is seriously, like what you frame. said. Yeah. Uh, uh, you said, Damn it, this is going to happen over and over again. <laughs> yeah. We're having a good brain day today. But you know, yeah, <laughs> yeah brain dead is right. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's like it's breaking the frame open. So yeah. so we want the colors, we want the frame to accent the art. Mm -hmm. You know, we want you to see the art first. That's the point, right? Is the our frame is supposed to bring you your art brings you in, then you see us. Yeah. Right. So it's cool to think about the art being so good that it just tears the frame apart. I love that. <laughs> that is that's such a perfect explanation of the kind of the visual that your frames are, the way that the 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 burns and the veining and this like you know and then when you get like the resin yeah. in it when those those colors the resin goes like it just pops and like when they're sparkly and then when you put the the is it black light or uv reflective like when they glow in the dark <laughs> i mean black light will work but not gonna lie uv is the way to go yeah 
we take them outside <laughs> because yeah, you know, charge them up for fun for our daylight pictures. You know, and we take them outside. So when we bring them in, they they're glowing before we get in the in the dark. <laughs> yeah. right? That's so. awesome. Well, um, y'all talked about going to the fest, the music festival, um, back at the beginning of the conversation. We love like to kind of chat about like what inspires you all who and who do you listen to um and like what genre of music do you guys love to listen to because we we've talked and for the listeners they know we love Dave Matthews band and we're expanding our musical horizons we just saw Umphreys McGee on Friday night here that was a new band for us to hear live we've a big fans of Goose now we've you know seen Dead and Co and Fish like we're a little like we're eclectic eclectic but- yeah, yeah, kind of like well. We heard goose it levitate, levitate, and blew us away. Did yeah. not expect that. And the Trey Anastasio band we saw, Ooh. and my goodness, a oh. show that old man could put on. <laughs> yeah, we we really both never had much experience with a jam band concert, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, levitate was kind of our first exposure to that, and uh, uh, mostly for us, our our daily jam is uh you know stuff with a beat uh reggae rock reggae hip-hop uh, little stranger is our jam right now them yeah. and uh surfer girls yeah okay. surfer girl uh little little stranger oh man what have you guys heard little stranger at all i have not please no. favor and so listen good. to some little stranger they got that really cool uh gorillas vibe to it yeah it, they're not really reggae. they're more rap hip-hop kind of fun hip-hop is what it is and the show they put on the energy they bring yeah man oh my i mean it's infectious like it's great and then dirty heads dirty heads has just been they've been our one of our tops uh we've seen seen them probably eight or nine times we felt this they were actually the reason why we fell into love the reggae. reggae Uh, they came to Mobile for a free festival that Which only happened once. Nobody yeah. comes to Mobile. Uh-huh. Okay, 311 does. There's a little hole-in-the-wall place yeah. here, and they pop in every once in a while. Yeah. But nobody comes here. And so wow. they put on this little free, called it the 1065 Fest, because it's where I-10 and I-65 <laughs> So our buddies were like, y'all want to go watch Dirty Heads? They're like... Who and they're like they sing that one song y'all like you know like yeah lay me down or something yeah and we're like all right so we went and man oh the party God. the they threw it party down so hard we fell in love with the whole scene yeah man, and, and just, oh man it, that was what eight nine we years were ago? all in for that too like we were just all in. we were they sang Medusa if you do less if you don't listen to Dirty Heads we're it's gonna be on <laughs> we're we're just throwing. <laughs> Like Dave Matthews is great. Like it's a very similar vibe. Like you're not gonna be disappointed. (laughs) (laughs) What's interesting, Mike and I were just talking about that after coming back from Umfreeze. You know, for us, like Umfreeze has been around for for a long time. Dave has as well. Mm -hmm. You know, we again, same Mm -hmm. thing, getting into goose. Like we heard we went to Goose Miss, uh, the the goose two night. But, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Then, um, back in the beginning of December, that I'd been listening to Goose, Mike and I have, but that was like our first live experience. And like you were talking about going, like our faces were melted. We were literally like, "This is 
unbelievable and amazing. And but I think I can understand what you're talking about. Like there's a similarity maybe in the vibe of like attending the shows of the people. Like if the group for us, like we, we go to Dave, we've been going to Dave for 25 years. I've been following Dave 30. the 30 years. 30 now. Stop yeah. making us feel 90, 94, believe it or not. Okay. I hurt. He's 95 for me. Yeah. Age him years, but like he, yeah. <laughs> I'm a, I'm a child at heart. Yes. Because really I have children and I don't want them because no. I am one. Ain't <laughs> no room for kids in this house. We got two big ones already. There you go. Understood. There you go. Well, we, but I like, but the people and just like the vibes that you go, there is something yeah. for us about the nostalgic of Dave Matthews Band music. Um, it's always kind of been a constant. I said this to Mike the other night. Like Dave Matthews Band music has been a constant in my life since I was like 15 years old, and there's mm -hmm. really no season of my life that there hasn't been influence or memories that are tied to the music. And mm -hmm. I think for a lot of people, you know, you pick your band or you pick a few bands, and that is sort of like the the soundtrack of your life, so to speak. And I just mm -hmm. love that you know you can go to a music festival and discover somebody new. You can, you know, have your old faithfuls and it all exists in this world of like, you know, we're showing up and we're living life and we're like experiencing things together collectively, um, which is just such an awesome thing. And for like the, for us, we've been collecting posters now. We said this is since like 2008, 2009, maybe. Yeah. Nine or oh. yeah, yeah. nine, I started. Yeah. There was a, well, maybe nine, 10. There was a series for me um there was methane studios they did them with uh dave matthews band i've talked about this before on the podcast yeah. and they did these playing cards so it's like the mm -hmm. the, the king, king the queen. queen the ace of spades mm -hmm. and so if you collect them all you have a royal flush and it's like uh you know one of those things and that still hangs on my wall in my yeah. office um but now it's just like this explosion i feel like we're hitting this absolute explosion of of the poster game of the poster scene like yeah. you know every band every show we were at umphreys the other night i couldn't believe it and umphreys in this little venue here in raleigh north carolina and they had three two, different posters yeah three different posters and foil variants and <laughs> yeah. It was crazy yeah there was like a tour a tour poster by um i think it's house and arts and then the nightly poster had a regular and a variant of it for the venue and i was like this is amazing. I mean, it's just, you know, for us to to go to places and then we get to bring them home and put them up on our mm -hmm. walls and like have those memories that are tied to it. Um, speaking of posters, do y'all have in your personal collection, do y'all have like a favorite of, you know, the poster or an artist that you guys love? Of course I, of course I do. do. It will never leave this house ever 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 it is my brandon hart and max 420 uh fillmore mardi gras from oh. 2020 yep i don't yep. know if they played the concert or if it was the one that was canceled okay um but it's three posters in one you, you're like we have mardi gras here in mobile too so this is a thing for us okay but uh, it's a uh, it shows different under uv like you see their skeletons behind it uh -huh. and then close in the dark nothing but their skeletons wow. right yeah. it's really 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 cool it's my is favorite is that through it's um f40 studios who did that yeah. one yeah 
I got the last one. They dropped it last year around Christmas time for the end of the year sale. And we just, I, I had a copy of it. And I was like, no, nah, I need the real one. Like, I need that one. <laughs> we, we love that one so much because it was the uh, it was the piece of artwork that was in the frame. That was the frame that we finally realized we really had, had something, something wow. going. That's, that was the first night. We, we sat and looked at that frame. All night. We with did. The black, with the UVs we, and and we, the... we were so new to those things back then. We didn't even realize it was two different artists that did <laughs> that did the print. We kept flopping seats in the chair in the couch, looking up at it <laughs> and changing sides all we night long. The whole... And we found out the next day it was two different artists. That's why we were back and forth all night. That's incredible. <laughs> That's so. I love... I, I love when when um the the art studios have collabs or like use a few artists that work together and i know f40 studios does that a lot like we are big fans of the, one of the artists that's at that studio is maxer 242 yeah. uh, yeah. his work is like out like lights out and yeah. we have one that was um actually we do have a brandon hart one from nampa a dave matthews band but it's also a collab with, I can't remember this other artist. She's a um, tattoo artist that they did this uh, like collab with the two of uh, them. Yeah. Tattoo art, good work on some posters. I don't know why, but that, that, it comes off great. <laughs> yeah. It's so cool to just see even the uniqueness of, of like the studios. Um, quick tangent question for y'all. Um, because we are like, when we talk to artists, we ask kind of like, you know, what's your favorite artist and group or like, you know, what are you guys into? Where are you inspired by now? But I love this kind of idea of like a dream concert. Like if there was a musician anytime, any place, and you could go and put yourself there, like, what would y'all, what would y'all try to attend? What show would you try to go to or a band to see? I will tell you that our goal this year, we've, we've, this this was a goal last year, but we knew it wasn't going to happen. But this year, we think we can do it. Is getting to closer to the sun. Okay. Oh, yeah. The big festival put on by Slightly Stupid down in Mexico. Yeah. All inclusive. It's a all inclusive resort. All the bands stay there. They party with you in the pools. You know that's. Yeah. It, we were told at Cali Roots that that's the vendors. Getaway. Getaway. Ah. If you're. A they don't allow vendors in there it's all it's it's a it's a resort you know yeah. so that's that's Isn't our that, goal this is that at uh moon palace down in cancun is that where they have it or one of those, one of those? yeah one of those places like barcelo yeah. or something that's right yeah, yeah. i think but, uh, but yeah but like uh dirty heads is there slightly stupid's there uh, uh stick figure all the thing all the bands guys yeah well, we, yeah had to choose it would definitely be a beach festival where we could be yeah like, in a floaty out of yeah you'd be in the water watching this yeah show, that know? that that's the dream i yeah. think if i ever get to experience that i don't i don't really care who's who's playing yeah as yeah because it's got a beat to it i'm yeah. good <laughs> <laughs> like, there's a festival here in town well across the bay and it's called hangout and it's in May, and it's in out Lower Alabama in May. It's boiling oh hot. I don't. <laughs> we don't want to get and little strangers <laughs> playing it, and we don't want to have any part of this thing. <laughs> it just sounds miserable. It's like, Too come on, guys, there. let's do like you know December. Come on, <laughs> yeah. 
I don't know why they allow festivals in the South to happen in the summer. It, it should be illegal. Damn crime. <laughs> we live in North Carolina, and we understand we're not as far south as y'all in Alabama, but we do occasionally get the uh, the heat waves that feel like you can't. You're around enough to the water to be humid as hell. <laughs> mm-hmm. You wait air when you go outside yeah yeah that's right that's right well what do you guys do for fun like outside of work you know um and <laughs> creating your art or do you do things outside of work or creating your <laughs> love do we we typically go what do you want to do well i want to blaze frames <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah we haven't <laughs> we don't do a uh, you were kind of lame, I guess. Yeah, I, I, I guess. I mean, we uh, uh, we have our own fun. Yeah, we uh, we just hang out with each other a lot. Uh, <laughs> to be honest, oh, we're kind of kind of sickening. Kind of homebodies, <laughs> and we really like each other's company. That's we get right. That. That's perfect. Same with us. So we yeah, we, we enjoy get... each other. He's the first person I want to tell it something cool happens. Yeah, you know, like <laughs> I love but that. No, it, it's, we basically don't leave the house except for things that we need and concerts. Yeah, <laughs> concerts. Yeah. Our, our but we haven't been to one in a while because we decided if we were gonna make this work, all in. Yeah. Yep. Everything plays in frames, right? So we might not get to do anything fun for a couple of years, but this is gonna happen. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's what it takes. And I mean, I think you guys are on to something. Mm-hmm. You've you've built this community. You're continuing to build it. I mean, it's really sky's the limit. I'm I'm so excited for you both and to see where it goes. And yes. you know, can't wait to acquire my first uh Blazing Frames piece. Um <laughs> I was really stoked for it. And I gotta say, I know I know exactly where you're at with that goal setting for the the all inclusive. Um Dave Matthews and Tim Reynolds have done that for years. It was a bucket list thing of mine that I had that I was like, someday maybe, and then COVID happened and it was like dreaming about it. Yeah. And then we came out of COVID and we went to our first Dave and Tim Mexico in 2022. Yeah. And let me tell you guys, it's, it's like a game changer and yeah. everything you've heard that, it, that total immersive experience with whatever yeah. band that you love, that you're passionate about. The, Plus to, other to see bands, them, Yeah. To, yeah. And, and get exposed to new music. But the thing that I just couldn't uh, count on, you know, or I didn't maybe fully wrap my head around before we went was that you're there for like four or five days and you're interacting with fans who are as big of fans or bigger than you are. And so there's this instantaneous connection mm-hmm. and kind of yeah. bond and you just, you, you make friends for life and it's just an awesome oh. experience. So what you what like, uh, we told our family, we were going out to California. All right. We live in Alabama and they all said, why, why would you go <laughs> everybody's so liberal and and gross like why would you do all right so we went out there we fell in love with it the Mm -hmm. feeling that you get the family feeling that just the safety the inside those venues Mm -hmm. it's incredible like people have their small children there and leave them with groups of other people they don't know because they know when they come back their kids there and safe right you know like that feeling you can't get anywhere else you get Mm -hmm. it with the hundreds of people that are just like you (laughs) like all there for the same reason right the love of the music the art the all of it it's just it's true it's very magical and we we try to tell people that last year at cali roots it was so 
so scary for us. Our first vending opportunity. We had ever. no business doing last year. And it was no business. And it, we just had the best time. We were exhausted from telling our story all day long. We were telling so everybody sick about of how we got to talking fall about in ourselves. Love with posters at Cali Roots and finally got to and got to come back the next year as a vendor was just mind blowing. <laughs> we like, we can't wait to try to do it this year. We've got to come up with the, the vendor fee. But they're know. they're but really been, cool. They're like Cali the the guy that runs the vending section he uh he's really cool with like new new companies and stuff he's like you know pay when you can you have to pay before the the venue happens and stuff but like we'll work with you and like that levitate did the same thing for us you know like it's really a great community of people they're trying to help us grow you know yeah for people to look at us that young with that little experience we look we were so ghetto yeah man we had a piece of wood with our name painted on it yeah i just wrote blazing frame glow in the dark paint like we built some we went to lowe's and bought two two by fours and 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 like carpenters so we know two by fours jesse if it wasn't uh jesse rules she did our um she drew our logo for us okay she she runs an organization uh that helps women uh in trouble it's a, a fan brace nonprofit called Dirty Sisters Organization. Yeah, so we helped them, they helped us, but she saved us. She brought tables and chairs, yeah. things we didn't think about. Yeah, we were like <laughs> we didn't bring a tarp to cover our stuff. Our neighbors had to give us something to help us out. We were stupid. Well, we, we drove out there with 150 frames yeah. in a big van. It took like us idiots. 36 hours. Like idiots. We took 100. We were stupid. thinking that we might sell them in a festival where people, where people want to carry around 18 by 20. It was dumb. Grade. We sold 11. Okay. And, and we, <laughs> but we, we had, had the, the best time. And right the experience and exposure, the exposure yeah. was yeah. worth it. We got to crash at uh, a girl in our group. Uh, her name's Mia McCoon and uh, her lovely partner, Sabrina. They put us up in their house and it's right down the street from Cali. Rose. I mean, we could a walk a couple of blocks of, away. We didn't, we parked our van and left it there and we were just walked the rest of the weekend. She fed us she like fed us. they cooked for us. She's they... a professional cook. It's amazing. Yeah. And <laughs> they didn't know us from Tom, you know, yeah, like they, they just said, weekend. hey, we live right here if you need a place to stay. We crashed in that tiny little house, and they, and, they were probably, what, five? You know, it's outside five? of San Francisco. It was about 800 square feet, yeah. and there was about five of us in a eight-by-eight eight room. Yeah. <laughs> that it was crazy. great. Like a bunch of hippies. We got to know each other, and it was just, All of us hung out and talked till like, 4 o'clock in the oh, morning. It was the best part of the experience for and, us. <laughs> yeah. All the, all the love we got just for building frames, you know, like... <laughs> was incredible we were like man we just cut wood it's it's, <laughs> it's the kindness that you guys have said it throughout our entire conversation is like the kindness and i'll say strangers but they're like literally people you don't know showing up for you guys in ways that support you just emotionally that financially support y'all that then open up their homes i mean that is that community y'all were talking about earlier and that, you know, you just, you just have people who are like-minded who have a heart, you know, for, for supporting and love and giving, we love the same music. We love the same art. And it is something that just ties people together. I think oftentimes we forget in this world where we might be living in different boxes here and there and here and there that like, we are, we are all tied to to the same earth and that like we can find things that are common and that we can share yeah. love and light with one another, even even amongst all the difficult things and the and the 
craziness in this world. Yeah, yes. you have to use your opportunities and your interactions with people around you. you. You have to use those. You never know what you could say to somebody that might change their life. And sometimes it takes an outsider's perspective. Like for us, uh, the, we mentioned Dan Holt uh, sending us that message. It took somebody like that that we didn't know. To we just, just made a few frames for, yeah. Yeah, to, to just say, he said that to us and it, it resonated so deeply within us that we were we okay with, with just going for it. You know, and it's, and it's not something that we are, like we're fly by night, you know, we'll take a vacation, just go where the wind takes us, but we're not that, couple to jump off the cliff right <laughs> but we did like we we totally jumped and <laughs> and it's been the best thing ever like and and please don't think that we're rolling in cash either we're broke as as all get out <laughs> but having a time of our lives our happy and you know what I think a lot of people and we talk to artists about this as well like to be able to show up every day for for y'all to say what do you do for fun we make frames for fun like that's even for you guys to show up and have the ability to not only make a living, to live, you know, freely, to do what you love for the things that you love. Like there are not a lot of people who get to say that I jumped off that cliff and I get to show up every day and do mm -hmm. this and, and make it work. Like that is such a beautiful story that I love to hear more of. Yeah, like, it's really special. You know, we're connecting I mean, with artists in the, in like the poster and a lot of young up and coming artists who might not be the Chuck Sperry's of the world, but they are doing it in the same way that like y'all are doing it, which is we're putting our, our art out there. I want to work with these bands. I want to have this, you know, ability to show up and, and put my art into the world so that people can then yeah. put it up on their walls and say, hey, I remember that time we went to that show. Hey, and if you are, if these are up and coming artists and people don't know them that well, tell them to send us their poster mm -hmm. and we'll, we'll promote them. Like we can't afford to keep buying posters, right? That's like, we, <laughs> we, we were like, we'll frame yours if you buy us one, yeah. right? That's how we got of our posters. Uh -huh. So Whoa. those guys, we can help too. And it helps us, yeah. right? It's something new us to frame you know and like yeah. they can get promoted through us and yeah, yeah we're we, totally uh, totally we're really excited i don't know if you guys saw anything about the post uh the, the wood burning pin the guy that we met in apopka florida at the dirty head show this last summer uh chris walker wow that wow. guy has got some talent right if you look oh, on our, our our page you'll yeah. see it it's incredible. That's something we've been really excited about. It's a little bit different from the Fractal Burns, but it allows the opportunity for collaboration, right? Yeah. Like somebody that can draw really well and is also fiddled around with a wood pen. Wood mm -hmm. burning is not easy. It's not. Especially it's, free wood. Yeah. No, it is. I have tried. It is frustrating. You break your pen. You and just get, you, you just, if you're, if you're not good with it, you're not good. Right. And the, <laughs> like I said, the most, Part of, the most beautiful part about it is that you get to bring somebody else in and bring yeah. their artwork. Right? And it's it, so we've been working with Jesse Rules. She drew the she did our logo. She did our logo, and she draws um, stuff on frames. Like she did a tentacle frame, mm -hmm. and we had a guy here burn it in. So like we love working with artists. Cameron Schuyler, Ooh. we love that dude. He's one of our favorites. He's like, kind of an up and comer too. I don't know if you guys have seen any of his artwork. Uh, he's been in there's the a lot with Dirty Heads. There's a lot with Fortunate Youth. Okay, but, uh, uh, also a very unfortunate youth. We owe a lot of gratitude to that guy. He was so cool. Uh, he came up to us. Uh, he came looking for us at Cali Roots when yeah. we were oh, That's so and cool. We were, 
Yeah, <laughs> we were already in love with his artwork, yeah. and uh, he uh, he drew a little thing up and put our QR code on his booth and stuff. And, and we gave him some frames. And... We gave him some frames, and he uses them to this day to promote his stuff right. when he goes and. That's so awesome. if you guys ever see a Cameron Schuyler friend, uh, you'll know up it. in your in your genre of stuff. Yeah, yeah snatch it up. He's, <laughs> he's a good, awesome. great. Got to watch him do some live work while he was there in his booth. I, I, I slipped away out of our booth for about thirty minutes or so. We didn't have much time on our and I think, before. Uh, <laughs> I think the burritos were on stage doing the Sublime tribute. This band was just painting and rocking out, dude. It's, man, it live is... painting is very interesting because they just listen to the music and paint what they feel, wow. and it's. it's yeah, just singing, dancing, just getting after it with yeah. the lyrics and just stroking that brush. Well, I, you know, that stuff is so amazing to me, right? Because that's a talent. Yeah, right? yeah if you can't do it, like I can paint this much, right? <laughs> I can paint what I can paint. Right? <laughs> but yeah. they can sit down and this idea, mm -hmm. they have a brush in their hand and they look at it and it just happens, that's you know? Right. Like that's incredible. Yeah. That's incredible. And the, the, what they paint yeah. and how they come. Uh, oh, it's beautiful to watch. And then the ties, to, the little, the clever little ties to the music, and you know, little shouts out to the lyrics and stuff. Mm -hmm. you know, I just, the art scene is just so, it's such a happy place, right? Mm -hmm. When you think about, think about how much love for music you have to have to be able to generate artwork that embodies that you the can music. feel, yep. you can feel it. Just yeah, a like, special thing, I, and we love it. And we, we and we've met so many artists up and coming. Amber. Wherever Amber Amber Crouch, yeah. yeah, yeah, we love her. She's up and coming out in California. Like, yeah. we will about any of them. That's awesome. <laughs> well, that's, that's and that's perfect. what is. our job is to make you fall in love with the art and our stuff together. You know, <laughs> so like, bring it on. Send us stuff. <laughs> that you know what, and that's fantastic because like, it is. It's sort of this like magic space in between what y'all do what artists do and it just enhances like you were talking about i love that like that the the art is so insanely amazing that it's literally like shattering the frame that is such a great like statement to explain how your frames are um well what we like to do i don't know if y'all listen to the podcast or not but when we have guests on we like to do these like rapid fire questions this is literally like we're gonna ask you a question and it's like the first thing that comes to your brain. These are not like, these, it's right. not rocket science. It's for fun. <laughs> so don't stress out. Lisa, I see you like, oh my gosh, I'm on pop quiz. <laughs> I, I, oh, okay. <laughs> um, all right, let's do it. So first question is, what is your favorite pizza topping? Pineapple. Pepperoni. Pineapple for me. I love pineapple. On pizza. I'm, I'm lame. I worked for pizza for a long time. So if I don't make it, I don't want it. <laughs> you know what I mean? It, 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 yeah, I did. I did pizza for like twenty years. So like, if I didn't make it, it's not. So it's, not it's very other than just pepperoni, just to satisfy the need to eat. All right. <laughs> All right. Next rapid fire: Star Wars or Star Trek? Star Wars. Duh. My, My dog is Ando. Right? <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> we almost named one of our dogs Chewy after Chewbacca because he does look like a little Wookiee, but uh, we went yeah. with Bear because the kids wanted his name to be Bear. Um, all right. Uh, well, this is an interesting question. Coca-Cola or Pepsi? Coca-Cola. Coca-Cola. <laughs> <laughs> we live in 
and it's Coke. Everything's a Coke. <laughs> everything's a Coke. Right. That's right. That's everything's a Coke, right? That's right. <laughs> All right. If you had to pick one, the beach or the mountains? Beach. beach. Yep. <laughs> um, this might be different. Well, y'all probably listen to the same. What was the last uh song that you guys listened to or the last like group that you listened to band music? Live or, or what, yesterday? Like, uh, on your like Spotify or Apple Music, what were you guys listening to last? Surfer Girl. Surfer Girl. I think so. We're gonna... But then yeah. Surfer Girl. Surfer Girl has a couple of songs we've been on a roll with. Good. And I know what you guys are, I know you guys are working 24 7 to make make frames all the time, but if you had to pick one time a day, what's the time of day you're most inspired for your craft? 1 30 in the afternoon. Right. <laughs> Very specific. I catch my stride about one o'clock in the afternoon every day. I, I just, that's we are not really morning, good. folks. You're not going to see us pop up and run over to the shop. Yeah, um, yeah. Won't sleep sometimes, and we'll go to the shop. But yeah. Uh, we, yeah, we sit yeah. around, have our coffee, have our weed. Yeah, uh, <laughs> we have our conversations about what we're going to do, and like usually that's what it happens when we start talking about what we're going to do. Then, mm-hmm. then things. That's where you like, let's head. Let's yeah. head to the shop. That's yeah. <laughs> Um, well, where where can you let our listeners know where to find you, how how to order that kind of thing? Okay, so we do have a website. It is horrific. It's junk. <laughs> uh, we don't know how to do a website. Uh, we're not we're not web creators. Do we use yeah. Shopify for a reason? Yeah. But we did have an order yeah, the other day. Somebody ordered their, uh, the first time through our website without our help. Cool. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Uh, so if you're not on Facebook or Instagram or whatever, uh, if you go to our website, we do state clearly on there. Please shoot us a message. We will we'll, walk you through we'll, this. We'll help you out with this. We just our product builder doesn't really work the way we want it to. It doesn't really reflect all the options that we can provide. We have an insane amount of options. So right, so, think of the colors in the rainbow and and go right. You can't yeah. put them all on. <laughs> so like the, the absolute easiest way to get to us is to contact us through social media, Instagram, uh, Facebook. The Facebook group is where we yeah. do most of. Uh, that's where that's where all it's the a safe space, is. you know. Like especially for small businesses, we can kick the scammers out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, people are really good about letting us know there's one in the group because we're we're the only admins. Yeah, I mean it's just us. Like we do everything: the, the advertising, the posting, the all of it. Oh yeah. So. Awesome. It's only, <laughs> but yeah. So, uh, so definitely join the group if you can. Uh, yeah. uh, you can follow our public page on Facebook too. Uh, and with the group, you have references. You can see that we mm-hmm. we you know follow through what we say we're gonna do. Yeah, yeah. there's out there that have 15 of our frames now. So yeah, <laughs> we, we do. We get a lot of return customers. We have I would love to. I'd love to see someone's wall with the blazing frames in their posters. Do they? Do y'all's? um fans post like hey here's our frame up afterwards and stuff and my collection yeah that's yes, awesome yes. we have a couple of guys that have a whole wall of nothing but our frames and we have yeah. some really, really good customers uh yeah. andrew anson ones um, that have been there from the beginning you know yeah, he's got <laughs> he's awesome. got a blade i i love it when when we have friends like the friends on the show or like artists who then shout out friends and names and i'm like put them up on the socials like and then when somebody hears their vo- their name on a podcast they're like hey that was me 
me. That's so cool. <laughs> so feel free <laughs> to put out the names y'all need. I, sometimes I feel like we could spend an entire episode just doing the thank yous of the people who have supported right. you know, us, but like the same thing for y'all for artists and, and just the way people show up. So I think that's really fantastic. So for those listening, um, Blazing Frames with B-L-A-Z-I-N Frames yeah. Facebook. Uh um and on instagram we're going to share all y'all socials on our our socials as well um as a website but the best way to get in touch with sam and lisa is to get into their facebook group and to be able to send them a message um well we are just super super stoked to have y'all here um and to share with our community what you guys are doing um, and for our listeners like if you guys are looking for a unique frame up for your most beloved posters from your artists that you guys love, you know, definitely consider going small business, support Lisa and mm -hmm. Sam um, over at Blazing Frames. We we are just tickled pink to see businesses and, and people like yourselves who, who get to do what they love every single day in our community of poster collecting and merch. So um, thank you guys so much for being here on the podcast, Mike, any last? No, just incredible stuff. It was really an honor to meet you both and love your work and, and look forward to some, thank you. some, some blazing friends here in Raleigh soon. That's right. <laughs> thank you guys so much. Thank, thank you. you guys. It was great to meet you too. <laughs> All right. I'm going to just stop the recording. Thank you.